Motivation is not going to strike, so stop waiting for it and let's get started. Sometimes just a few minutes of effort leads to the momentum you need to get the job done. This Saturday episode is meant to be your jumpstart to get the ball rolling. You can stop at five minutes or you can keep on going. But either way, grab your donation bag and amaze yourself at what you're going to get done in five minutes. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, Everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and this is another Saturday morning five-minute declutter with me. So go ahead, grab your donation bag or even a box maybe for today, and let's head to the kitchen. And while you're heading over to the kitchen, let's begin this Saturday as we begin all the Saturdays with tying our work and prayer together. So whomever or whatever is weighing on your heart or your mind, I want you to offer up this next five minutes of work for that person or that cause that's near and dear to your heart. Because if you can just get in the habit of tying all these tasks that you do every single day with prayer, oh my gosh, you are going to go so close to our Lord and you're also really going to feel like so much peace throughout your day because you know that everything you're doing is for his greater glory. The second thing I want you to do is to set your carrot. So hopefully for this Saturday morning episode, this podcast is enough. Like hopefully you wake up and you think, oh, Gina's got a podcast today. Let me put it on while I get something done. That's the idea that you tie something that you enjoy with a task that you might not want to get done. For me, I, I posted on Facebook this past week that I had so much paper stuff to go through. I've been, I haven't really been home the past couple weeks, so the mail was piled up, the emails, uh, I barely knew the kids' teachers' names, like it's just been a whirlwind of the past few weeks. So I really spent all day yesterday just getting my paperwork under control. And I lit a really nice candle, I made myself a nice cup of tea, and I just got through it. And then lastly, I want you to set your reward. So for me yesterday, it was I was going to sit down and read a little bit in my fiction book. I'm trying to get through this mystery book that I don't really love. and But I'm so close to finishing it that I'm just going to push through. <laughs> I don't know. What's your opinion on finishing books that you don't love? I don't know. I kind of like to hang in there, but I'm not crazy about this one. So anyway, that was kind of my reward was like, keep on reading and maybe it'll get better. So whatever you want to give yourself at the end of this five minutes, go ahead and set that up. You know, maybe it's the coffee is brewing right now or something. And that's it. So today we are going to set the clock for five minutes. I'm going to hit the start right now. You're going to head to your kitchen and we are going to be working today on small kitchen appliances. So... This is pretty much anything that would go on your countertop and has a plug. 
So look around your kitchen and look at what's on the countertop. Is Do you like the things on your countertops? Or would you love to have a countertop that's completely free of small appliances? When I was younger, we always had a toaster oven, but we would usually put it away so that we had a clear countertop. And for years, that's what I did in my house. We just bought a toaster, one of those four-slot bagel toast toasters, you know, like the old-fashioned kind that you push down. And my kids love that. But for years, we had a toaster oven, and then for years, we had nothing. And I would just put bagels and toast in the oven. So it was getting to be a little bit annoying, so I did break down and get a toaster. But again, I'm going to remind you that anything you want to keep, you can keep, okay? I'm not here to say that you need to be a minimalist and get rid of everything. And if you have the space to keep it, then keep it. The only reason to declutter is if it's encroaching on you getting other stuff done, or you're just feeling overwhelmed, or you're just feeling like the walls are closing in on you, or you're just, maybe you're downsizing and it's time to get rid of some things, or you just want a more simplified life. That's all good reason for decluttering. And another thing, if you're if you're roughly my age, um, I don't, you know, I haven't been to a wedding in a long time, but when I got married, you registered for things. We registered for Good China, and we registered for all this stuff. It, you know, it was like Bed Bath and Beyond or Macy's or wherever you wanted to register. But they had all these items that they recommended you buy or you ask for for your gifts. And then, you know, now we've been married 19 years and you have a really good idea of how you cook on a regular basis, what you're really using on a regular basis. And maybe even if those small appliances haven't been used um, in all these years, they're still in great shape. But I want you to really be realistic when you're decluttering. How often are you actually using these things? Now, right now, I have a very big kitchen, but I came from our first house was a little galley kitchen. So I feel like I can kind of sympathize with all sides of this kitchen, you know, size, because when you watch HDTV and those kind of shows on Magnolia, I think we get a false impression that everybody has these big, massive kitchens. And that's not the case. So when I am in a kitchen and I'm helping somebody declutter, my rule of thumb for a kitchen, no matter how big it is, but especially if you have a small kitchen like I came from in my galley kitchen, if you're not using this item at least once a week, you need to decide where it can go somewhere else in your house, or you need to figure out a different way to get that same job done and eliminate this appliance or this tool or something. And a lot of times it's just maybe one more extra little step that you need to do that will allow you to get rid of one of these small appliances. I always say I'm not a big fan of one hit wonders, you know, those little appliances that only do one job. I try to always encourage people to keep the things that do multiple tasks. My food processor I love that thing, and it's my second food processor in our marriage. I make everything in that. So I keep it in my kitchen. Uh, it's in my pantry, actually. It's like a drawer that I pull out, and I use it probably three, four times a week. That's the kind of usage I'm talking about if it's going to live in your kitchen. Waffle makers are on my list of things. I'm going to read my list real quick. Toaster, waffle maker, blenders, immersion blenders, 
a regular blender, a mixer, a hand mixer, crock pots, food processors, and anything else with a plug, especially waffle makers. I had no idea how many waffle makers were on the market until I started decluttering people's kitchens. So, I mean, I've seen everything from the very, very tiny individual waffles that people are like, oh, yes, I can make 50 of them on Saturday morning and we do these desserts. And you have to be realistic. Is that worth your time on Saturday morning? You know, I do have a waffle maker, but when I make waffles, I make a ton of waffles. I'll probably make a triple or quadruple batch, and then I freeze them, and we have them once a week for breakfast. And that's, you know, it's a lot of work to do it that way, but it's not as much work as if I was doing it, you know, on a Thursday morning before the kids are trying to get off to school. So we're down to two seconds, and... Okay. Ah, stop. Okay. That's it, guys. We're, our five minutes is already over. So just, again, take a look around your kitchen. See if there's anything that you can get rid of. If your goal is to have a clear countertop of any kind of small appliance, that means you need to find room either in your cabinets or somewhere else in your house to keep your things. So just, I, I can only say this so many times, like, just be realistic about what you're actually using because every single thing that's in your home requires you to move it, dust around it, clean it, nag about it, or find space. So it's taking up real estate in your house. So make sure whatever you're keeping, that you absolutely love it and that you're using it on a regular basis. All right, have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. And I will see you on Wednesday with a little bit of a longer episode. Take care, bye-bye. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to announce that this fall, I'll be conducting another round of my signature coaching course, Pruning to Prosper. It's an eight-week group coaching course where we dive deep into the woman God is calling you to be. We spend the first week talking about who you're called to be and the next seven weeks really doing the work of decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, implementing routines, finding your tribe, working on mindset, talking about abundance, and sharing your gifts. If this sounds like something you would love to be part of, please click on the link in the show notes to be added to my waitlist and you'll be the first to know when the doors open. Have a great day.